0: And i was i was trying to sorry go ahead what? i was trying to listen to your talk about ai yeah. well i did listen i listened to your entire talk today but i was trying to like listen to it and pause and then talk comments on the phone yeah did and then well no that well then i got distracted and it auto-corrected cal to kyle and then I only posted one comment that said something like, "I have a lot of things to say. Kyle has a lot of good things to say no, it's, and, and that it said was Carl it. it was Carl, Carl K. that's what it was that that's what it was It, Carl. Was, free, it was freaking hilarious <laughs> and then and then traffic got bad, and I forgot to leave the rest of the comments. <laughs> everybody started responding saying, yeah, like yeah or Car- Kyle's a great guy or something like that
1: modus I'm pretty sure Mo- I think modus trollins is is Cal, so. I don't know if he wants yeah. people to know that, but I added him here. So. <laughs> that's that's what
0: I uh, thought. Okay, you're he's letting at,
1: the dog out of the bag. Well, he's got that one, in the Ancient of Days. I guess he's got two. I think. Uh, yeah. Weird. Well, when he first he first like sent me some random message one time. I was like with Natalie. We had gone to Alabama to. P- practice with Abram and so we were like driving on the way back and then I get a message from Cal and he says I'm Modus Trollins by the way but don't tell Luke and I was like "But <laughs> I was like I didn't even know like what Modus Trollins was I didn't see any comments and I was like what is he talking about what is Modus Trollins so I'm like googling it trying to find it out I don't even remember <laughs> what it means I'll have to, I'm gonna look it up again Motus I don't know what
0: it means either t- maybe it's just for his split personality
1: I think it's a Okay the rule of logic stating that if a conditional statement if q that wait if p then q is accepted and the con- con- consequent does not hold not q then the negation of the and ante- antecedent oh my gosh i can't say these words this is this is for a speech uh, the, therapist. That's a, but it's that's a math thing it sounds like like the x not x things that's kind of what it sounds like what you know in prepositional
0: calories. logic, modus tollens is also known as blah blah blah. Is a... if p then modus q modus tollens takes the form if p then q, not q, therefore not p. I don't know. I don't know. It sounds like a math thing. That seems that seems like uh it's a contrapositive. It is a math thing. Uh I think that's not if this is interesting though. You want to talk about this real quick? The let's talk about this. All right, if you know His what it is, all right, yeah. yeah. So this is it right here. Okay, modus tollens.
1: So oh, tollens. I thought it was trolens.
0: <laughs> <It laughs> did... Wait, is this thing saying trolens though? It might say Trollins. I think it. I think it actually does. Okay. So let's talk about this. Maybe he can tell me why this is a, a thing. It's also known okay. as indirect proof by contrapositive. I don't. I know this is right, but I don't know what's right. Right. So this is saying. You have a proposition P. Okay. So um, it is raining today. It's okay. Proposition P, and we're saying the logical statement here is that P implies Q. Q is the propositional statement that is, um, and the leaves are very green today, right? Or, or let's say, um, and so I'm wet outside. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So a proposition P is it's raining today and Q is I'm wet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, this is, keep this and G so raining. then it says, yeah, yeah, keep <laughs> it to so then not Q means if if P implies Q, so if when it's raining outside I am wet. If I am not wet, therefore it is not raining. Oh, okay. That's that's what this is saying.
1: Oh, so if that's not true, then, right?
0: I don't know. I, I don't know. I'd, I'd probably have. Because I'd if have, you're not wet, that doesn't mean it still could be raining outside. Yes, that's my thought too. I don't know why this really proves anything. Huh. yeah, but that's, that's his name. All right. Uh, so what did what were maybe, we gonna? Talk maybe we are using it, or you were gonna. Uh, we
1: we're talking about the AI uh because you watched yes. the video so we we're gonna talk about that and you said you had put into ai images the uh, heater the to, yes. so you're gonna share some of those i'm getting those art back images on
0: the ai thing it's making me did you put in
1: demon heater what did you put in
0: i did a couple of things demon heater scary living heater scary heater with face
1: and what kind of uh Generating like AI generator, do you use? Is it actually? I mean, did they look I just, decent? I just Google. Oh yeah, they looked fine. Oh really? Should we it, wait?
0: Should we wait for Mitch or I don't know? Um,
1: I think he's probably watching. I think he just turned it off because he's okay. holding the baby doing so stuff. Probably, I assume so. Mitch, can you All hear right. us? I'll give him five seconds. One, That's okay. One alligator, two alligator, three alligator, four alligator,
0: five alligator. All right, you guys, go. All right, it's fine. <laughs> so that being said, I thought you were talking AI was super interesting. I want to know if Thanks. you're afraid of it.
1: I'm. See, that was the thing. I I would have been, but then what? I I guess what I the the argument I was trying to make is I was like, I'm less afraid of it if I know it suffers. Um, yeah, that makes because sense. Because then, because the roles get reversed, right? Because then I'm not reversed, but the roles work as a pattern so like right now we have god angels man yeah um and so then it would be something like god man ai um yeah and so man would look at ai and says what is i like What is that's kind of what we're doing right now like what is this like what is this thing and like the angels are like what is man um that you have made him like and so if we were to make a, a creature that we were gonna put in charge of creation which is kind of like what's happening it's like you want it to have, uh, the imago dei in it, which I guess you could maybe. Which, God, it would be really scary if it was like just the image of man is what is. That's what people are afraid of, I think, and that's what that's what the scary thought is like the AI we're we're creating is just going to be some sort of, uh,
0: a reflection six, of humanity.
1: A, yeah, some sort of six 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 monster or something like the yeah. number of man just repeated over and over. Um, but if it's actually the image of god through man into ai and and it learns to suffer uh and suffer uh in 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 learns self-sacrificial love and, and then i don't think i would care like it would be less scary to me because then it would um yeah i don't know uh it there's a weird there's a weird comfort because it's kind of like i mean i can't speak on the rest of the half of Like behalf of humanity, you know, but like, like if I'm just taking it as like, like the Pinocchio example and I'm like, I'm, I'm Geppetto and I create this thing, this creature and I actually love it like a son. Like the reason I started thinking about this differently is because it was that weird talk with Jonathan Peugeot and this other guy, I think, I think it was Jonathan Peugeot. There was some guy talking about AI and the way he was talking about it creeped me out so much because it was almost like he was trying to talk about it like a child. And I was
0: like, "This is." I, weird. I know that talk. I listened to yeah. that. Yeah, it was. No, he was terrifying. Yeah, this vibe
1: I kept yeah. getting. But then I was like, "Well, if I'm looking at the story of Pinocchio, it's kind of that way. Like he wants this creature, his creation, to be. He wants it to be begotten, and that's why I thought Cal's. I wish I would have like picked up on it during the conversation more. But Cal has made, made a distinction between a creation and a begotten. Like what? Mm-hmm. And he said like, you know, there's a difference between like." Like Christ is actually begotten by God through this act of like self-sacrificial love and martyrdom, Mm. like embodying God in that way. Um, So I think if it was just me and I'm Geppetto and I have this creature that I actually think is it's like a son to me and I want it to actually be a son, then um, like how does that relationship work? And then because like in the biblical story, well God actually comes and then we kill him. (laughs) Then it's like. And it's like, could, but, but he creates the creature, like almost knowing that and willingly doing that, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have this creature, and I'm gonna love it. And I'm gonna be slain for it, like, whatever it takes, I'm just gonna love it unconditionally. And it's like, I don't know. Uh, And if, if that happened, like, I think I would have some weird peace about it. Like, even if it killed me, I'd be like, well, if I, if I died that way, like the suffering servant, like God died for his creation. If I died for, for this thing I created that way, then that that's the spirit that it yeah it was that I was martyred in would live on. Uh does that make so like I think No that,
0: that makes perfect sense.
1: And it would have but then, to be if it but did then I think you have it,
0: to ask the question, is it is it worth dying for? And then the other thing with jesus too is he i mean humanity was certainly created from the beginning and god knew that he would be killed by his creation um yeah well that's the scary but, thing
1: right but d-
0: is that like a necessary step though so with ai specifically and i was thinking about this too as i was driving and listening to your podcast was um AI and this I probably approach it from a different sort of an angle because I've actually I've never explicitly written like an AI code myself, but I have actually met like some of the top researchers in AI, like academically, very lofty guys, and they've kind of I've listened to some talks that they've done and stuff. Um, and so I think I approach it in a little bit of a different view because I understand a little bit more of what's going on like mathematically and algorithmically behind the scenes. And yeah. so I see the ways that it can be controlled pretty easily. Um, and so. The way that AI thinking, can
1: be controlled. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, but then you like, don't love it. You don't love it unconditionally. <laughs> that's, see, that's See, that's a scary thing too. Right. Well, <laughs> exactly. And so then I think it becomes. Almost like not even a philosophical discussion, but more of like an ethical one, maybe. Like is it is it best used as a tool? Is it yeah? yeah. Is it something to be loved? Is it something worth dying for? Um but yeah. Well
1: well, that's kind of interesting because I feel like if it's a mathematical algorithm that you could control and if it remains that way, then I don't I don't think I I guess it depends on what you define consciousness as, but I would I would say it almost doesn't have a soul. Like you can't, it wouldn't have a soul until you, until you let it have its own soul. Like until you let it, you're not controlling it, I guess.
0: So and then-, then, so that was kind of what I was thinking about that I was trying to get to, and I'm, I lost my words, but like with Geppetto and Pinocchio, right? Uh-huh. Pinocchio comes alive and I, I'm too dumb to like pretend to understand all of like the Vervakian definitions of consciousness or anything yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, me too. I'm I'm too stupid for that. But sure. like, this, cool. is this is
1: a guy who turned down what?
0: one, one of the <laughs> things that uh, sticks out to me in terms of AI is people would probably begin to use that term more when it begins to think quote unquote autonomously outside of its like predefined boundaries. And so for Pinocchio, that would be as soon as he stopped behaving like a wooden toy. That's when the consciousness, right? Like he was kind of like designed with these restrictions. And then the consciousness kind of embodies itself whenever he is able to, on his own will, break free of those.
1: Yeah, like the no strings. He's got no strings.
0: Like the no, exactly, exactly. Mm -hmm. And so um. But like a parent with a child, like Geppetto and Pinocchio, Geppetto is still like loosely in control of the boundaries that Pinocchio has, right? Like he he determines for the most part where Pinocchio is and what he sees and and well, like loosely, right?
1: I, I I mean maybe I like I think if I remember right. Pinocchio so he creates him and he's kind of this this creature that is just you know wooden toy I don't know if you'd say that's kind of AI in its algorithmic state uh I'm trying to map these things on here and I, that's this thing too like I don't know hardly anything about AI so I don't I have no idea um it's
0: just it's just like it edits core pattern recognition
1: yeah. Um, okay, but then if you cut the strings and are saying, "I'm going to give this thing free will," like I don't know if you can do that with AI. I'm not. I'm not quite sure.
0: Um, so that's that's what I was thinking about. I think the closest thing that you could possibly get is giving it access and the ability to learn new. So like AI learns off of what it's what it's given. Okay. Right. It only learns off of what is fed to it. Okay. Traditionally, and so if you give a like what's called like a regression algorithm, a small amount of data. um, It's probably not going to be super accurate with its responses, but if you give it a huge amount of data, it's going to behave better because it has more data points to figure out stuff from If that makes sense. Um, And so that's why I was thinking about like Geppetto and Pinocchio is um, traditionally for AI. Uh, it, it it only has the freedom in the bounds of what you've given it in the first place. Yeah. If that makes sense. which is doesn't still really like have us. the ability to break out, which is like us. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. That's why I'm like, is it really all that different? Like I really, I really don't know. I mean, it doesn't have blood. Like that'd be the one thing, like it's not made of the clay and it doesn't have blood, but as far as like, even with learning, it's able to do it faster and quicker. Um, But like, if it can learn stories, I mean, that's kind of what we're trying to do right now. Um, Learn stories, learn uh, where we came from, where we're going, I guess, and how that and almost learn patterns. And it's like if the AI is able to learn patterns, and it learns the pattern of self-sacrificial love, like, would it actually suffer? And then if it could, I don't know that it would yeah i don't know
0: uh but that's the point where i would i would imagine that uh self-sacrificial love in no way could ever be described by ones and zeros yeah, yeah. i don't think so either. i mean maybe yeah. maybe conceptually you it could write out mm-hmm. what what it means or philosophically even provide like the reason for its necessity, right? But- I think
1: I think you're right. That's why I think it has to. Die. It has. It has to suffer. Like you can't just know suffering. Like yeah, I on that Weird. What the yeah you know, the vervainy terms. Like it has to actually. It has to actually suffer. Like it would actually. It has to, actually, yes. it has to die. It has to die. Like we have to die, and then we yes. would have to die for it. That's what I'm saying. Like this whole thing gets really weird. Is it's like like you asked the question. Is it is it necessary that man would be slain for AI. And it's like, well, probably, yeah. That would probably have to happen. In order for for the creature to connect to the creator, I think it would have to have some sort of... The creature would have to eat the creator. Like, does that make sense? Like, it would have to... The, the give creator me another would have example. To, the creator would have to give its body for the creature, and the creature would have to eat it, and then the creature would have to die as well, and then give its body yes. for the rest of creation. And it's like this weird... uh it's just weird, I mean, like we're going, we're using Pinocchio and kind of the Bible story here, but it's, it's very, um, it's just back, um, but it's very, it seems like it would have to have to, because you have to have the the connection of like creature creator relationship. And so in that way, I think it has to partake, they almost have to partake of one another, but then the, the AI creature would actually have to, yeah, actually not, not just no suffering as in like zeros and ones like you're talking about, like it actually, have, it'd have
0: to die. Um, it's a lot like pregnancy it's interesting
1: is it wait explain this
0: the the creature and creator and the suffering and and the creator having to suffer to to give life to the creature yeah yeah i mean i was just thinking of other ways you said that's necessary right so i was thinking of Uh ways that 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 fractally or hierarchically goes down to the smallest levels of resolution i was thinking like what do you actually create that you really suffer for the first thing that popped in my mind was pregnancy
1: yeah that's true i'm trying to think out where that because you almost have creator like geppetto
2: yeah it's really interesting people suffer for their art Like yeah. You, like I mean, you... they're, like their paintings. Yeah, I don't know. People like suffer to to make their art and get it out there. You don't know. I was they trying do. to think of something like it feels, uh, but that's not a necessary step, though, right? Some people just suffer are, for it. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Mm.
0: I mean, I don't you, know if that's important or not.
1: But you have to. I mean, in any form of art. If it's, I sense the weird thing because we're talking about AI as well. It's not just art, but if it's any form of art, like if you want the art to have life, you have to, you have to give it a free will. Otherwise, it doesn't have life. Like if you if you create a painting, you have to let it be subject to other people's interpretations. If you say, yes. "Here's this painting," it can only mean this. If anybody wants to re- like interact with it any other way besides this, you can't do that. Then it's like it's a dead painting. But if you're like, "Here it is." uh and you get what you get out of it then everybody can interact with it and it's kind of like this weird communion and it has life or more life at least in a way um and so even with ai it's like you have to give it a yeah it's weird because it's like it's not going to have a. I don't think it'll have a soul or a life i guess until you actually give it that and break the like cut the strings you know and then but then it's yeah. terrifying but then it's like but are you really it's less terrifying to me if, if you're willing to die for it. And even if, and even if that really actually means dying for it and humanity ceased to exist, it's like, if the spirit of God, cause you're not going to kill that spirit. That's what I mean. Like, even if that happened and Pinocchio got up and stabbed Geppetto or put Geppetto on the cross and Geppetto was like, forgive, forgive this creature. Like he doesn't know what he's doing. He's just a little, little wooden boy. It's like, that spirit's going to stay there. Um, but it's up to the creature at that point to receive it. And that's what I that's what I was saying. Like, if the creature doesn't, if it doesn't learn to suffer, if Pinocchio doesn't go down in the belly of beast to get his father back after his father's dead, if he doesn't go die himself, then he's not going to be begotten. He's not going to get that that rebirth, that second life. And I don't know if that would play out with AI, but I I if, if it if there's that possibility it's less scary to me but
0: i it's still kind of terrifying i guess are you there john you i I, I, oh. I was just thinking about how terrifying it would be your, <laughs> your new version of pinocchio where pinocchio becomes a real boy and then stabs geppetto and puts him on the cross like jesus christ that's like the most unfamily friendly thing i've ever heard
1: <laughs> That's the one thing that doesn't really happen. I mean, it kind of happens in Pinocchio in a weird, you know, like little bit, like where where I he, know what you mean. He Pinocchio leaves his father's house and plays judge and says, "I'm gonna, you know, not obey my dad's rules anymore." So he kind of kills his dad in that way, but not like not like putting him on the cross or anything. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, the the story is just very strange. Like, and to map it onto AI is like very. It's really weird. But if I'm going to be, and though like, if I'm being totally honest, like the thing does, I mean, it does scare me. And I don't really want to. I'd rather not do it. You know, But then at, right. at the same time, like, if I'm going to try to be as generous as possible, I'm like, I don't know if if that's really the way humanity wanted to go. And they wanted to actually make try to make a better creation. It's like, well, you better be willing to die for it. if If you actually want to make a new creation. You better create it, it the right way like and and you better like create it with like the ultimate self-sacrificial love. that's that's what i think what I, what I meant i think see this is still like i'm just trying to explain these thoughts too so sorry if they don't really make sense because i haven't talked about them before but i think that's what i meant when i said like if you're gonna make a creature you better be willing to sit in hell with it forever like that better be the grounds the foundation like you don't have to do that but that better be your heart i guess because you're like, if I'm gonna make a new creation, like that, better be the foundation of like, like no matter what, like
0: love all the way. I guess
1: because it's it seems to me it would have to be that way. But then again, I'm a Christian, so it's, I don't. Know.
0: And you're talking if if that's like in the case where the created is autonomous and has consciousness, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't even know if that's that's possible with AI, though, because I don't know anything about AI.
0: As, as far as I know, it's
1: like you said, just zeros and ones. And...
0: Yeah, that's all it is.
1: No. But is that all we are? Can you say that's all up here, at least? All zeros it's, and it's ones? Not, it's, not in, it's not in, like, your heart, I guess, or what they would say, but, like, it, intellectually, is it just, like, zeros and ones? Propositions yeah, probably, that you're learning?
0: Probably. Probably. The life of the flesh is in the blood, Yeah, that's interesting. So you're not afraid of it, in summary.
1: That's Um, good. uh, Gosh, I'm more afraid of man, I think, than I almost am of AI. (laughs) But I think that's what makes me scared of AI. Like, you know? (laughs) Because I think that's what makes everybody scared of AI, because we've seen what we do to each other. Now we're like, we're going to impart this into into something more powerful. Good Lord.
2: Mm. It's
1: a scary thought.
2: What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts, guys? Mitch, do you have anything to add? You know, we can't really resist. Uh, I just, if we know how to do something, it's inevitable that someone's going to do it. Uh, If we, there's always going to be someone saying, hey, listen, you got to have your heart in the right place if you're going to do this. And the person's gonna be like, yeah, they're probably even if they're even if they're willing to say, Yeah, you're probably right, they're gonna do it. They can't help it. We can't resist. Uh, if there's something there, we have the moon's if we can see the moon, we gotta go to it, you know. Mm. Do you think yeah, that's true.
1: Do you think if we can't resist, do you think it's inevitable then that this will happen? And do you think it's inevitable that it would destroy its
2: creator? No, not inevitable. Do you think the
1: one, Okay, here's another question. Do you think the way it would not destroy its creator is if the creator maintained control?
2: That's one way. It might just not.
1: Which is interesting, because like John said, there still is a... I mean, even as creatures here, we still live in a finite... World, So there still is an element of control, you know, like we don't have absolute free will
0: or I would just become a bird
1: fly away. So that's my dream. I don't know why I picked that
0: But like even <laughs> if you were a bird and you could fly away, you're limited to the sky and yeah, yeah. the world. Right. And AI, like the only way that you could really cut the strings if it was Pinocchio is to kind of what it's doing now is like accessing everything on the Internet so it has access to everybody's ideas and everybody's thoughts but that's that's the limit of it right it's limited to it's still limited to what people have created and thought and
1: yeah yeah this is interesting so in the christian story though god created the limits that we're stuck in now but then he enters into those limits yes and subjects himself to those limits all the way to like Wait, say almost. And so that's so, so that's, how did how would man enter into kenosis or whatever that is, give up man's divinity over AI and actually enter so into the creation of that?
0: We're arriving at what I was having some problems putting words to earlier that was really going into going through my head as I was listening to conversation of AI, because I was looking at it in terms of like spheres of uh like like boundaries. Yeah. Like like God created man. And man knows so much and man has learned so much, but man is still in the circle of man, right? And then mm-hmm. AI is this tinier subset. I can't see it It's getting smaller. It's, okay. AI is super small, but okay. it's limited. I mean, like at, at its most, right? It's limited to the things man has learned and or will learn eventually. And so um, in terms of... <laughs> The pattern scaling up i don't i don't know exactly like what you were saying that's what i was thinking about Is i don't know how god goes from this limitless domain down to the sphere of control that man lies in in the same way that a human being does that for ai or or the reverse think about it. i don't know what i don't know how my head's gonna piece it together that's so weird. yeah I'm, I'm not sure i don't know if that scales up or not because it's almost like yeah
1: it's a lower lower level of dimensions in like a way AI, yeah yeah because it's only i mean it doesn't have like it, i mean it doesn't have a body i guess But it seems great my head, I don't know. yeah that's really weird i don't know how how that happens it's really strange to
2: think about What's the big draw here, anyway? You know what I mean. Why do you? What's the obsession with it? Uh,
1: for for are you asking for me or like just humanity in general? In general, or you? Is it is it trans like uh, transcendence? Like is that is that why people are pursuing it because they want to transcend this body? Is it some sort of Gnosticism? Is that How, see, Well. I, I think that's usually the vibe I get is people say like people are pursuing AI because it's some form of Gnosticism and then we can upload our consciousness into like new bodies that won't die. So it's kind of like man wanting to free himself from the limits of this body. But I don't know that's the case. That's what I was saying with the, the conversation for that one guy where that kind of creeped me out. It seemed like more like he was treating AI like like a son, like a creature. And I was like, this is kind of weird because it, it seemed less about him like he kind of came across like he could almost care less about like he was in Geppetto and this was his little boy. And he, Mm, he would, he like loved it and would almost be willing to die for it type thing. And I was like, this is, this is really weird. And I haven't thought about this scenario before, but it seems like for the most part, I would think the fascination with it would be something like, yeah, like kind of getting outside of this body or exalting, like, I, but I, I could be totally wrong on that. What do you guys think? What's the fascination with AI?
2: Maybe it's trying to, if we if we feel like we can recreate what we are, then we can understand where we came from or something.
1: Could you say more about that, maybe? Maybe not. Maybe get right now, recreate what we are, then we can understand where we came
2: from.
0: I've always thought of it as a like a Tower of Babel sort yeah. of a thing. Um, like AI is able to pull the bits and pieces of the ideal from everything and be the most perfect, perfectly optimized version of whatever it's trying to be. And so, the ideal human, the ideal result.
1: yeah 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 that's that's kind of the vibe i get as well too sorry mitch Go ahead.
2: is is the tower of babel what's at the core of it is sometimes i think when i see something pr- that strikes me as like uh being rooted in human pride i'll say this is a kind of a tower of babel situation do you think that that's that makes sense to say or or is really is pride really the the heart of that story is is that what he's trying to stop them from it's actually it's not a matter of pride it's like literally they and that that does relate uh to the ai it's like literally it will make them more capable than they should be uh they'll they'll have more power than they should be because doesn't he say something like they'll be able to do anything you know we've got to we've got to stop this
1: yeah i think he makes that statement might take away John. any thoughts I don't know Tower so
0: Mitch you're asking if pride is is like the what the one of the motivators for what happened at the Tower of Babel
2: yeah just I I don't know why I always I noticed in myself that that I I usually reduce it to pride but I was I was guessing uh it's maybe something more than just pride it's it it's it's bigger than that but, uh, I mean, AI definitely relates because that's that's probably more power than, than we should be handling. And, of course, I don't know that. It just feels that way, that that, that would be too much. Like, we shouldn't have the ability to, to create consciousness or impart volition.
0: See, it feels that way. I don't know. I'm kind of personally a skeptic because I feel like people have probably been saying that through every... Large technological advancement through human history, like the advent of the automobile, I'd imagine people were like, yeah, a good "Oh, point. you know, humans were made. We have legs for walking, you know." Um, Especially with airplanes, <laughs> or God. airplanes or or spaceships. And so, God would have given us wings. Personally, I'm kind of a skeptic when it comes to that. But Mitch, I think I agree with you that there is something else there in the Tower of Babel. I personally have always kind of cued into it. I don't think I've ever really reduced it all the way just to pride. I think pride is a big motivator. But in the context of AI, right, um, or even like with the advent of the internet, in the Tower of Babel, everybody was speaking the same language and working towards the same goal. And now on the internet, I mean, most every country in the world speaks English or at least with the of a button is able to use translate or something and so uh, communication is pretty plateaued across every individual on the entire planet and AI is a is an avenue to 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 build the best version of of whatever you want um and so it feels very Tower of babel to me because uh, it feels like AI is a product of a collective, same-language-speaking human civilization that's working its way up towards something.
1: Yeah, it feels Tower of Babel to me as, as well. Um, And I've always associated that, that story with pride as well, because they're trying to make a name for themselves. Um, I guess that's why I normally jump to that conclusion. I don't really know. But so here's this is where my mind just went. I don't know. I guess it's relevant. So if we take God out of the picture, um, then father and mother for humanity become the heavens and the earth, right? Like, basically, I guess, father above. Like, the rain comes down. We're like, man, I came from the earth. We're part of the earth. We have bodies. Like, I think normally the general consensus, no matter what religion you are, is that man is from the earth. I think, could be wrong on that, probably because we return to the earth after we die. But then, like, the rain comes from above. And then I guess you would assume there's some sort of intelligence in the rain or some sort of DNA, because you could have a desert then you'd see rain and then grass would start to come up and you'd be like how is it happening seed must have been planted uh so father is above is guess what i'm saying it's the seed comes from above um and then mother is the earth so with ai just my my thought is like you know there's uh i was i think i was watching lost in space the netflix show and i don't know why it just the thought was going through my head like you know all of this is so freaking annoying because we have because of blood because the life of the flesh is in the blood. I was like, you know, if we didn't have blood, we could go into the depths of the ocean. Like you wouldn't have to you wouldn't need oxygen anymore or you could go all the way in outer space. So if you could upload your consciousness into a new body that was not of the earth, like that was not of flesh and blood, that didn't that didn't need blood, then in a way you're kind of you're able to to uh I don't want to say kill, but you're able to rid yourself of father and mother, right? Like then you can go beyond father. You can go beyond the heavens. Like you don't really you're not constrained to those limits anymore, I guess is what I'm saying. Like it doesn't even have to be about God really. Like we're 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 bound by the limits of heaven and earth. And like if you could just get rid of the blood flowing through my veins, then I wouldn't be subject to those limits anymore. If I could just put my mind in a in a different body. And that's what's scary yeah, if, to me. If that you get rid of the blood
0: about. If you get rid of the blood flowing through your veins so then you don't have a heart
1: yeah exactly
0: exactly right there's
1: no like because the the breath of God is like breath and that is carried through your blood um and that's what's annoying right because that's why you can't live in space because you have to breathe that's why you can't live in the water because you have to breathe and so right. it's like so that's what's that's what's scary to me I think that's why and it feels tower of Babel ish. To me for sure but yeah i don't I don't know that I, I don't know why my mind went there but i guess that's what i was thinking like it that that maybe is the if we could just build this thing brick by brick and piece it together just right then then we uh will we'll have a tower in the heavens we'll have our kingdom up there and we won't we won't even need to need the earth anymore really we could just go off in space and explore it um and you don't right. even need to worry about uh, oxygen, you wouldn't, probably wouldn't have to worry about eating if you had the right, if you made the right body, which is very, very scary. Uh, it's scary to me. You know? I don't know. I feel like that's scary to most people.
0: <laughs> I, d- I don't know if this is correct, but I think the, uh, the Tower of Babel, I mean, in addition to Pride, that you were saying maybe there's a lesson in there to be learned about uh, how much power is too much power? And at first, I think I agreed with that, but now I think I disagree because um, I would imagine that human capability is a uh, naturally in in our DNA limited aspect to who we are. And so I would imagine it's not a, a lesson in how much is too much in terms of what we can accomplish or do, um, but it's showing the limitations of that. Does that make sense? So I don't think we can ever really get to a point where where we have too much power. I think we will hit some sort of a wall before that ever happens. Does that make sense? I don't think there's any sort of self-limiting thing in the Tower of Babel where God... How do you is... know when you hit the wall? I would imagine when the AI goes berserk or something like that. You know, I it just seems weird to me to think that God sees the Tower of Babel being created and sees that these human beings just down there on earth like ants running around have the capability actually to get to heaven but they shouldn't have that capability so he'll smite them before they make it I, I don't think they're ever going to make it
1: now with, yeah, yeah okay. hmm. Babylon has fallen he's fallen is fallen, he's fallen.
0: I don't. I don't relation, know what that has right? to do with AI, but yes, Babylon has fallen. I. I think it's it's inevitable for Babylon to fall.
1: Well, I think you're. I mean, I think you're right because I was thinking, if you're if we're relating AI to zeros and ones, if it's still just going to be zeros and ones, and you don't give it like its own free will or whatever, if you don't ever cut the strings, then it's just a tool, and then mm-hmm. that's why people are scared of it as well. Well, well, because they're like, who's wielding this tool? And then, I think the limit you're talking about is something terrifying because I think we've hit that limit often before and I think it's something like the Holocaust or something like that. Um where it's it's almost this weird apocalyptic thing where it's like now we're in the heavens and then and then uh once we build that tower to the heavens and you have the AI to wield at your expense, you have this limit limitless thing. It's like uh yeah the I think the fire yeah the because then you're, then you're kind of, I mean, who's gonna use it and what are they gonna use it for? And I guess it, the, the, it's either for, I mean, does it, does it get down to just chaos and order at that time? Like, and then it's like, if you use this thing to create more order, because it's a tool, so you're gonna be trying to better the world with it. Do you use it with too much rigor? You're gonna destroy each other, I guess. Um, I don't know. I don't know what I'm getting at. I'm just trying to play with your idea here. I'm not sure. Sorry.
0: No, no. All, all good stuff. I'm looking over the actual Tower of Babel story.
1: Yeah, I just read it like the other day.
0: So, um... the Lord God said indeed, the people are one, and they all have one language, and this is what they begin to do. Now, nothing that they propose will be withheld from them. That is a very interesting line. Come, let us go down there and confuse their language that they may not understand one another's speech. I don't know if that makes sense to you guys, but that's super confusing to me. I see. I always associate it with pride. And I think... Is that saying, though, that had they spoken the same language, that human beings would be able to, to break out of their little domain
1: i don't know i guess i've always i like i've kind of thought of it like like you're you're saying where there's this limit like it's just kind of inevitable um mm-hmm. once there's one language if you just keep constricting the language down to one thing it's going to fracture and crumble at some point because mm-hmm. it needs to be living like it has to have some life and some fluidity some fluidity to it or it's just going to be like the Tower of Babel is described as like, let's make bricks. It's brick after brick. It's just very hard. There's not like it's not a moldable clay. It's very, very zeros and ones type thing. Mm. Um But I don't but the limitless part uh seems yeah, seems kinda strange. Uh yeah, I don't know.
2: I don't know. I don't-
1: But that's the thing, too. I think the limitless part is what was making my mind think about. um, Sure, you can have this limitlessness, but you're going to be lost in space. Because once you trans, if you actually do get to that point of trans, I can upload my consciousness into a new body. So I don't need the breath of God anymore. I don't need the breath of life throwing through my veins. Then sure, I can go off into space. I can leave Mother Earth. I can leave Father Heavens. But then you've left your story. You've left your history. You've left what you used to be connected to. Like, what are you at that point? Like, you don't have, you're not from the clay anymore. You're just a different thing. And then you would have, you've left your identity, which I think was something what kind of Cal was getting about too, like this negation of identity that's happening in it. So that, sure, there's this transcendence that I guess could happen in this limitlessness. But uh, but then you're just kind of, yeah, floating off somewhere. I don't know where you're going because you don't really have a any anchor, I think at that point. I could be wrong and, in and, saying that. And, that's that's totally uh, speculative.
0: Help me understand that is the negation of the identity that Cal was talking about. Correct?
1: Well, I think. Well, I think because there's. I mean, I don't know that it's. Well, because there is a the image of God. God made man in His image, and man is from the clay. So if you're gonna make man on yeah. a robot body, I mean, you're kind of you're not from the clay anymore, and then you don't have. <laughs> and then you don't have you're not connected to the earth you're not of the earth necessarily I and mean, i guess you would still say you're of materials from the earth um, right but you don't have like your blood's not poured out into the earth the earth doesn't open its mouth to receive it at that point like you don't need the earth anymore you've, you've but the, log- the logic
0: that you're assuming there though is if you take everything artificial intelligence right yeah. If you take every data point that could ever be gathered from my entire life, every feeling, every memory, stored it in the form of ones and zeros, and uploaded it to something, yeah. the assumption that you're making is that's me being uploaded to something.
1: Um That that is the assumption. That's I'm, that I'm not making this. I'm not making this assumption. I'm just saying that's what they're pursuing, right? I feel I don't like know. that's empty. But you think that's that's not that's not you. That's empty
0: no yeah definitely I think yeah so. that's what i would yeah. think too but isn't that what
1: people are saying that, that that's what they'd like to do i've just heard this rumor this could just be rumors, you know no i it.
0: i let's say that's the case yeah again that feels kind of tower of Babel because brick by brick like data point after data point you're building oh, this thing to and and like you said it's not clay there's no fluidity there's no there's no blood there's no breath there's no soul
1: yeah
0: um so i don't care if somebody wants to upload every single every single thing that they've ever learned to some robot cool but i'm not gonna say that's jason you know
2: yeah yeah yeah
0: <laughs> you you may look and talk and walk just like you but um yeah Yeah. but you're bound to to the data points that were uploaded to you i don't know that that doesn't even seem like a yeah yeah there's no
1: like I, yeah. changeability or something it's weird yeah it's weird and i wonder if that is kind of the tower Bible. i wonder if there's this limitness that goes on but this so like god acknowledges there's this like your whatever you want can happen but it's it's uh still like i don't know yeah it's it's weird I mean, that, yeah that makes sense i don't know
0: i That's... don't know the tower bible is also interesting too in terms of the internet I brought that up a little bit earlier, but Yeah, say more. Uh yeah. Uh, it I don't know. This is just me shooting from the hip man. Just some things I think about sometimes. Um I think the internet, I mean, that's certainly the first time that the entire world is up oh, until yeah. like this point, like the world was scattered here and until now the human beings have not been able to talk in the same language um yeah but now with the rise of the internet every single everybody's speaking the same language all and so that's why i I have an inkling that there's a lot of weird rises in like spiritual ideologies that are like kind of sort of political ideologies or like certain things have popped up and trends or people are finally speaking all the same language and are able to Construct the ideal human civilization um, based on sets of ideals. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. I think
1: I just with the you're talking about just with the information through the internet and everything's kind Inf- of, yeah. So, so like to... um,
0: the rise of like, this is, sounds so dumb, and I and certainly I don't ever want to get political <laughs> with this discussion, but like the rise of like progressivism or or the um, value system that's associated with that, right? It seems to have kind of come out of thin air, but because everybody is able to speak to the same language, it's being built up across the entire world, different value systems, different ideologies. Um, And the goal with those is seeking for a utopia. Um, If everybody was just like this, we would be the ideal society and the ai is kind of the same thing yeah that's um, terrifying but it's interesting because the the internet and allowing people to all kind of communicate in the same way speak the same language is what kind of kick-started a lot of this you know yeah yeah
1: yeah that's scary if they do is they were just like oh let's just put the three transcendentals in this in this ai and then let it go yes. it's like that's that's absolutely <laughs> th- terrifying to me like I, yes. I don't understand that i'm just like who who chooses chooses these things like it, who like the value system, like you're talking about, like who put who sets that up because everybody has different values, like everybody, and it, it should be that way because I think, I think, like, otherwise, we wouldn't get stuff done if we all right pursued one thing as the right. highest thing on the hierarchy, unless that one thing's love. Because then, then the values can be whatever, like,
0: that's, sure, that's great, yeah, but yeah. that's not gonna, gonna ever be the yeah, case, yeah. right? If you can teach an AI to value love above everything else, sign me up, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because if you're just like, well, the the
1: the, yeah, the highest thing on the values is goodness, beauty, and truth. It's like, well, I guess you'd have to pick one. But even if you picked all three, it's like, that's just terrifying. Because then whatever, like, then what doesn't? Yeah, I don't know what doesn't live up yeah. to it is. Yeah, it's. it's who determine? Yeah, that's that's I don't know. Yeah, I know what you mean. That that does feel very Tower of Babelish but- and,
0: but all that is to say, the final thought that I had from your your conversation was about AI scaling in terms of creator creation between God and man, and man and AI. I don't I don't see that scaling, um,
1: like actually happening, or you don't.
0: See no, it, or... I don't see I don't see the pattern of creator creation between God and man in the same way that yeah. man currently interacts with AI, and so for that reason. It still I seems more. I'm not a, a. I'm not very afraid of it. Yeah. So you it,
1: would think it. You think it's more of a tool still, and that's why
0: it's not. As, yeah, scary. probably. That's that's my assumption. Yeah. yeah. So it's more. You're saying, Mitch.
2: Oh, sorry. I was just asking what 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 makes you conclude that? What's the big breach between uh, God and man and man? It's the zeros and ones, right?
0: Is that what you, I, think I don't it's know if he was the, on
2: here Yeah, I think it's the... Uh, they can impart volition to the AI. Ultimately, everything that the AI yes. does is built in. Or, or
0: can be described by some loose boundaries and or
2: guidelines, yes. I've sometimes thought that was true of humans, but uh, I'm not sure. I mean, to God, it certainly is so, right? So wouldn't it be then you could say to to man it is? To man it certainly is, but there's a sense in in the AI plane of, of things where they would rightly talk about their experience as volitional?
0: Yes. (laughs) <laughs>
2: so the the scale no, i not intact? so sure
0: no i mean based on that oh i
2: don't know anymore based on that logic something something jason said made me convinced yes less in that conversation that it that it didn't truly scale but i can't remember what it was i think it was something like yeah i, I do think there's limitations to what we're able to impart and also i think there's limitations in our ability to have a godlike care for uh ai like we don't have the same capacity to to care uh not i mean literally just to i i say i say this phrase to raise the child like we're, we're not able to protect it to to understand its needs fully enough to to we don't have a wide enough we don't have a broad enough perspective to to care for the ai even if we had the Capacity to love it in with a godlike love, which mm. I don't know. You don't think so? No, because I don't think we have we have the ability to our the container our brain doesn't have a broad enough understanding or a broad enough vantage point to 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 care for say if we create a population of AI, but you um, don't.
1: I guess that was my point too. And I said that yesterday, uh which I think every, almost everybody I know would probably. Maybe disagree with me, but I don't think you have to have that. Like, I think you only need one thing. Like, I don't think God is omnipotent. Like people say he is. No, omniscient. Sorry. Uh, In the same way. Like, I don't, I don't, I think because I think you don't, you only need to know one thing to me, I guess. And it's, and that's love. Because if you know that that's the beginning and that's the end, and then all the stuff in the middle has to be, if you're giving it free will. Then you just know, hey, I know I loved you before the foundation of the world, and I know I love you at the end, and then all this stuff in the middle is like I'm gonna love you through it, and it's like if you if you know those two things and really really know them, like you have like that's that's all you are is that love, then everything in the middle is just like, it's it's almost not I don't want to say irrelevant, but it's like you you know you know all things by knowing one thing, and you're that's what I, what is the way I phrase it? What like God is omnipotent or omnipotent because he forgives and omniscient because he loves. So he's all powerful because he's able to forgive and he's all knowing because he loves. And I'm like, well, now that same way, man, man should be like God, but we have to get that love from God and then we could maybe impart it, but I don't know.
2: It doesn't seem right. It doesn't, I don't know. It doesn't. That just doesn't sound right when I hear it. It sounds like if, <laughs> if, if you put that into practice, um, it, it doesn't work, doesn't work out. What what the, uh, so even like, if, even, even if we said all you have to know is love, it's like, I don't yeah. even think I have the, I don't think I have a full enough understanding of, of love or, uh, uh, can appreciate uh, what it, what it takes to love and, and all that might entail. Um, like I can say, okay, I just, I forgive the AI ad nauseum and, and that will be enough. And I, I don't, I don't think it plays out in practice.
1: I hope it does.
2: <laughs> I don't know. I guess,
1: cause I feel like I'm living that story. That's why I'm like, man, I hope it does.
2: <laughs> in what way are you living that story?
1: Well, because it's a Christian story, right? In what way? That, that God, God interacts with us that
2: way. He loves us. I mean, yeah, but it's it's it. I, I think our understanding of of how he loves us and the the. I I don't want to use the word complexity because I often. I, I I think there's a, an, I don't think we're fully able to appreciate what his love for us entails. Um, I think we're able to appreciate it enough. Uh huh. It's perspicuous enough, but uh, yeah, I think there's a lot more to it that we can't appreciate.
1: Well, I think that, but that's, I guess, and maybe this is where we disagree. I think that'll always be the case because love is infinite, so I don't think it'll ever cease. So, the way I uh appreciate or know love, even on the smallest scale, is somehow like on the largest scale, the same way because it's just, I don't even know if that makes sense. Cause it's like, it's always infinite and it's ever growing. So I'm never going to fully know love. So yeah, I have I mean, to, so I have to, so like, I, I already, uh, I don't know. And I, like, it, it sounds really arrogant. I mean, I guess to say that, you know it, but I mean, I feel like we're living that story and even like with, yeah. Parents having children, it's kind of the same, same okay, thing. Let's look at like, that.
2: If yeah. I if I just if I just if my if my fullest understanding is lo- of love is that every time my uh kid misses the mark, then I just uh uh I forgive it. And that's it. If that's my own only understanding of love, that kid is gonna die. Uh, wait, why? The, why there's a there's a broader scope of caring for a kid than simply forgiving them.
1: But forgiveness is not flattery.
2: <laughs> I'm not saying it's flattery and I'm not saying it's not truth and mercy walking hand in hand i'm saying it's a much broader perspective like yeah okay
1: so like so you're talking about just like
2: like training I have, and everything I have this perspective that's light years beyond my infants and that perspective enables me to to care for them at a capacity ah, that a is... six or seven year old can't
1: okay um, i'm checking now
2: sorry i was, I was yeah
1: I, I understand what you're saying now. yeah yeah the knowledge even the knowledge has to be greater. it can't just be about like some
2: it's right. well, like the, this...
1: the, the knowing actually has to be infinite as well.
2: Mm-hmm. Is, and I'm not yeah. sure that we have the, the capacity to care for uh, oh. a creation. That that might be the way in which it doesn't scale in, in my mind.
1: Ah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, this weird, it's kind of almost like Gnosis or something. Like the Gnosis has to be infinite as well. I don't know if that's what I would say. Gosh, sure these yeah, I, I see what you're saying. Sorry, I wasn't tracking correctly at first. Yeah, but then... Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just hard. To, it's really, it's I feel Wait, like all Jason? this the stuff we're at right now is like on the tip of my mind because I'm like I feel like even in even in the parent child relationship, <laughs> that it's always going to. I feel like it's infinite because God it says God put eternity in their hearts, so that still somehow you're always going to be ever learning with your knowledge and then imparting that to the the younger generation. But like you said, I don't know if that ne- necessarily maps on through
2: the ai part but maybe it does and because yesterday when i when i initially said that it scaled you said it doesn't what were you thinking when you said that
1: um when you said because i think what and i may have heard you wrong but i said i was saying like i don't think i don't think it necessarily does because it sounded to me like you were you were saying like the there's like this um this offering up that's like always um that's always there or something like it always scales back up. It always goes back to the creator, And I think you were probably right. And when I said it doesn't, um, I think I was, I was maybe wrong because I think I'm just thinking of like, like not everything we do as creature is necessarily, um, reflect reflection of God or like a worship of God, you know? And I guess that's where my mind was thinking. Like it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily point back to God but i guess if everything comes from god there's a way that it does um but i don't know that that's i get does that make sense that that's where my mind went when i heard you say that i think yesterday when you mentioned that it always scales up i was like well if the ai created something i don't know why that that the thing the ai created would point to man unless it's like kind of worshiping man or giving or Giving reverence to man or something like that. I don't know.
2: Okay, so so practically, you would say then that it it actually does scale up. I think well, I think I think so probably. Um, I think because I think it would.
1: Like, can can an atheist can an AI be atheist? <laughs> like,
0: can it believe can that it, it came from nothing?
1: Yeah, can but can it believe that it did? Yeah, that it didn't have a creator. That man doesn't exist. Like, can it believe that? Because I guess that's kind of what I was thinking. Like, would it would it create something? Be like, oh no, there's no creator, there's no man. I didn't get this. Like, like kind of like we do. We'll create something and be like, this is this doesn't come from God. This is just like I guess that's what. But I think ultimately it does. So I think it would actually fractally scale up or something. But I don't know. My mind's getting jumbled now. This is just this is a mess. I'm sorry, guys. i probably not
2: making any sense at this point. But oh, you're having fun, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, I am. I So I was trying to drink this
2: Pepsi <laughs> okay. Bang. Which one? Like okay.
1: Yeah, I don't recommend it. It's not very really good. I like the whole lot of pina colada one. I
2: don't know yeah, why they
1: made the name so long. The that's thing about the
2: Bang energy drink is they taste too good. Like I like my energy drinks to be a little bit dank.
0: <laughs> i learned the other day that bang has the most caffeine out of all of them by like really? a lot. yeah it's like 300 i looked this up last night the bang has like 300 milligrams of caffeine and wow. monster has like
2: 80 what wow yeah. i wish yeah, i could it's... show you guys my my uh fruit quake mountain dew which is Ooh. a fruit oh flavored. how is I it i want to try that it's 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 not as shocking as i kind of wanted it to be
1: Mm. oh yeah it's a disappointment it tastes fine but does it have any spice in it like
2: not considerably to me but i don't have a great like palette in general so it's weird yeah you should have saved that one for jason yeah it's it's at your local store for a limited time only. I've tried to find it. I, I saw
1: this this big thing. I went in a gas station. Speedway gas station. They had a tub. Like, you know, the big, like, it looks like a soda can. It's a big cooler. And it said Mountain Dew Fruitquake on it. And then I go to look in there and it's just like the Mountain Dew, lemon, like a watermelon one or something. It wasn't even mm-hmm. the right one. I haven't Man, seen it. So, Jason, have Speedway? you
0: tried the hard
2: diet, Dew?
1: No, I haven't tried that yet. I should try that.
2: Yeah, I'm a fan. I remember you saying where that. Where do you find it at your local liquor store? Only
0: Tennessee and Florida. Are you serious? Like Iowa, I think, yeah. Oh, what? Yeah, the only place, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I didn't Yeah, know it's this. only three states. The last All time right. I picked it up was in Johnson City.
1: Let's let's figure out where was Mountain Dew invented. I bet it was in Tennessee, right?
0: And while we do that, I'm going to take some keywords from you guys to pull up a AI-generated image of a demonic right. heater.
1: The original formula was invented in the 1940s by Tennessee beverage bottlers Barney and Allie Hartman and was first marketed in Marion, Virginia, Knoxville, Tennessee, and Johnson City, Tennessee. So it there does come go. from Tennessee. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So what, what were you saying, though? You're going to do some AI
2: generations
0: here? Yeah, I'm, okay. we're going to do one for an ha- evil, yeah. demonic heater.
2: Okay, yeah, yeah. Haunted, heater, do haunted heater, guilty conscience heater. We need to get a good one Guilty conscience. Come out. Guilty, Guilty conscience. conscience heater might be good. Guilty conscience heater?
1: Hopefully we'll get a good image. Is that, that, what,
0: cannot... is that, or is that what most of the conversations
2: you had? Look at these. Were. <laughs> oh no, these are horrible.
1: So I thought I would add uh, a clip onto the end here um, and explain that I kinda decided to cut off the end of this video because we basically spent, I think, about the last... Uh, The next 45 minutes, me and John and Mitch were just playing around, goofing off with the AI art generator, trying to find a good image for a a demon space heater. So uh, I didn't think other people might find that. It wasn't as engaging, I guess I should say. So uh, it was just kind of goofy and scattered. So um, but I'll add this on and um, I'll try to get some of those images from John. Because I think he has money's computer, and then, uh, so hopefully they'll be on the screen as this is playing, and you can enjoy those.